Hi, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm David Harvey. I'm a Senior Investment Analyst at Wealth Within. Over the last couple of weeks, we've actually seen a quite nice little rise, haven't we, in the, uh, in the share market. And of course, that always prompts the question, doesn't it? Are we there yet? Uh, this is probably a question that a lot of us have been asking in, in a couple of the other little rallies that we've had um, over the last three months. Probably in uh, January was probably the last time we started to think that uh, perhaps things might be uh, on the up and up for us. But anyway, um, I suspect that uh, this time there might be a little bit more going for it. But at this stage, of course, uh, we haven't confirmed that we're going to be moving into a sustained uptrend from here. But nonetheless, that uh, we're now probably more than 50% confident that, that that could be the case. But as we always say as technical analysts, um, that what we have to do is to wait for a little bit more confirmation. And that is that uh, by that we mean that now we've actually seen the, the uh, stock or the index move up to around the 3,500 mark. Well, what will happen now, I expect next week, we'll see the market come off a little bit. And uh, what we've got to do then is to test the, uh, the recent low. And if it comes back less than 50% before it starts to move off, this is just in very general terms, then we can say that uh, we've got a higher confidence that the, the low might be in. But I guess the, uh, the uh, just looking across the, the sectors, and what I've noticed there is that uh, this, this recovery is actually coming across a reasonably, or a, sort of, well, I guess a, a broader base than uh, at the moment. And so what we're seeing here is that we're seeing a strong move up in the IT sector. Financials, materials and utilities are looking pretty healthy at the moment as well. That's just over the last couple of weeks I'm talking about. And then the telcos. And the telcos, I think, are still in the doldrums. And uh, Telstra moved down to another uh, very low point in its share price yesterday. Um, and then we're seeing a bit of a sell-off in the health sector. And uh, the consumer staples, I think, they've um, been relatively weak over the last uh, couple of months. And uh, there's no nothing there that's sort of showing that a lot of money's going back into that sector. But nonetheless, I think it's, uh, it's, it's good to know just where the money's flowing and that, that actually can then help you make uh, better decisions in terms of uh, your stock selection. And uh, moving forward, I think that stock selection is going to be pretty key for you. And uh, I recommend that you stick to the, just the quality companies. And these are probably um, in the top 50 and uh, maybe might stray out into the into the top 100s. But what you're looking for are quality companies that's got uh, good business models and also low gearing. And so don't be tempted to jump in there and buy just on price. And just because it's been sold off by 80% or sold off by 60%, therefore it's going to be a good deal moving forward. I think don't fall into that sort of trap. Buy quality. And what we're finding now is that, uh, and I think that that sort of, talks about where the moves are within the, the, the broader index. But I suppose you need to have a, a bit of a think about uh, what has caused this particular move. And I suspect it's, um, there's a natural process in all of this and that uh, many stocks have just been sold off so low to such low levels that uh, therefore the buyers have to come back in. Well, they don't have to, I suppose, but uh, the buyers do come back in uh, searching for, uh, for bargains. So that's one part of it. The other part, I think, is that what we're seeing just over the last couple of weeks is that the UK government and now the US government have been printing a lot of money and have committed to spending a lot of money 
over the next uh, year or so in the interest of uh, stimulating or keeping alive uh, the global economies, keeping them stimulated. I suspect that, and we're seeing it, uh, a pretty quick response to those decisions in the share markets. But I think, though, that, uh, that we've got to be aware of short-term and, and sort of long-term impacts of these sorts of decisions. I think the short-term looks good. I suspect, though, that moving downstream that uh, we're going to see the risk and probably a real risk of uh, inflation getting out of control as being the next issue that these governments need to, uh, to manage. But I suspect that right now, in the short term, that that's a very low priority for them because what they're really concerned about is these economies going into a, uh, a deflationary spiral and they're wanting to make sure we don't move in that direction. But nonetheless, down the track, we might see some, uh, some strong inflation. And uh, I guess that now we're seeing... Uh, the, the price of gold is starting to move up. And that's a bit of an in indication, I think, that uh, there are investors are losing uh, confidence in the paper printed money. And therefore, they might start to move to gold as being a commodity that they think uh, will uh, retain its value rather than depreciating. Because if, if, if you can appreciate it, that if a government keeps on printing money, then the value of that money must necessarily drop. And uh, with the extra money that pumps into the economy, uh, that can then cause inflation. And so that's, that's the, the real balance that these guys have got and the levers that they're pulling at the moment. And one of the reasons they have to, f to push all this money out there is that they've now sitting on official cash rates of, what, close to zero. And I'm talking about, say, in the US and the UK. Japan also is, is, is there and has been for a long time. So we're really seeing that these governments have got no other alternative but to print money. And the risk is, as I've said. Whereas here in Australia, and I don't, I'm not suggesting that in Australia we're going to be immune from all of this. I think we're going to see some uh, harder times towards the end of the year because in some ways Australia tends to be last in in these sorts of uh, events. And uh, I suppose we, we do have got a, a relatively strong uh, stru corporate structure moving in. We're, I think that the, we're a little bit more conservative than, say, some of the other... Um, corporations around the world and that I think is going to actually protect us but it won't it won't make mean that we're immune at all and towards the end of the year we're going to see some uh, some of this come come to bear but nonetheless that right now the RBA is in a pretty good spot isn't it we've got a cash rate of 3.25 percent uh, and as I said a lot of others are around zero and what most of the uh, I guess the experts in these sorts of areas are saying is that they're not expecting that Australia will go down to 0% and that the, the probability is that uh, we'll be able to manage it so that we go down to around 2%. And so that always leaves the government then with a little bit to play with um, later on when we need a bit more fine-tuning. So in some ways, I think that Australia's uh, sitting relatively well, but there's going to be some tough times ahead. And I suspect that in terms of the stock market, that in terms of whether we're there yet, I think we're probably at a, at a short, uh, maybe we'll see, um, say, at least two months up, maybe another, maybe another four or six, but that would be it for the moment. And then perhaps uh, we'll then see the market uh, then work its way back down again as it gets sold off again to then come to its final conclusion. But uh, anyway, uh, we just need to trade what we see. I'll just leave those thoughts with you, and I hope that you have a great week. This is David Harvey signing off from Talking Wealth. 
I look forward to catching you next time.